Welcome to Metal Blade Hey, and welcome back with another episode of Bullshit and Taking uh, Nonsense on uh, Metal Brain Fart with me, Taro Metal, and uh, my regular co-host, Brew Thunderhead. How's it going, man? Hey, dude. Uh, yeah, I am... Uh, I guess I'm fine now because I've, I've been sick for this past week, but I'm finally starting to feel alive again. Which is uh, That's nice, all. but um, yeah, I've just been like really fucking sick, so you know I haven't really been doing anything at all. Just you know, it's that kind of you know a cold that you know keeps you in bed and inside all the time. So yeah, summer cold that sucks, mm, man. Yeah, yeah, and it was like around the hottest days, well, because you know the days where I where I felt. The most ill was like I think it was like 32 degrees or something Celsius so it was like insanely hot so I had like every single you know every single window was like covered you know in my dark yeah in my dark you blackest know, drapes and you know I fuck it was you, awful. you know uh, how it, you know how it's in my uh, apartment I never opened the blinds so <clears throat> no I mean I, I that, that is for the best really I mean if you want to keep a consistent temperature I mean either either keep the blinds up all the time or keep them down all the time it's uh, that's Good. the solution uh, I guess I was like uh, w- you know I was working uh, Thursday and Friday and it was like uh, what 35 no, Celsius like 150 probably Fahrenheit I don't know and uh because I have some overtime, uh, uh, JD on to wait for me, and uh, I was like, uh, I'm gonna check my bank account. Okay, I have enough money to order uh, Uber, cause <laughs> I don't want, cause I don't want to deal with uh, the public transport uh, in that uh, fucking cold weather, cause you know, uh, you have this uh, stretch that you need to walk around two kilometers to the bus station and then you need to wait for the bus and you don't know exactly when it's coming and after that uh, now the pendle talk is every uh, half hour because uh, again they have a renovation on the on the line so it's uh, horrible and i was like oh, okay uh, fuck it i'm gonna order uh, uber so i take uh, the taxi or uber or whatever it is and uh, i came home and believe me or not i opened the door it was like 10, uh, 10 degrees uh, less, like probably 25 in my apartment. <coughs> really? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, well, I, I get it. I wouldn't be man, public trans. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm actually planning a, a visit fairly soon to the capital city. And um, yeah, you you mentioned on the uh, second of uh, August for the uh, invoker. Ah, uh, fuck! I'm actually coming down earlier than that. Oh, okay. But maybe it's second of okay. Uh, yeah, we, we gotta we gotta talk about this uh, after the show, I guess. But yep. uh, either way, I was 
I was just thinking about it, man. Public. When whenever I go to Stockholm these recent times, ever since I moved, it's like. It's fucking awful, man. I I hate public transport in the big city. Tell me about yeah. it. I mean, it's way better than uh, Bulgaria, I guess. But uh, still, it's awful. Like, like yesterday, I went uh, to to friend of mine from um, this FM, uh, this uh, internet radio, and he's living in uh, Rimbo. So, man, it takes me like two hours to go from uh, Yakuzberi to Rimbo, and uh, about three hours to came back because uh, I changed like five uh, different buses. Uh, it was quite a journey. Yeah, I can imagine. Fuck, man. You know, it's always... And that's the thing, too. They always, like, do renovations on the fucking train lines every summer as well. So yeah. you have to take buses everywhere. I mean, ugh. Yeah, I, I don't miss it. Yeah. I don't miss it a, a bit, I would say. I, I guess the... I guess so. Uh, by the way, I want to apologize to our listeners. We was uh, quite uh, for a little bit, like two weeks or something. And if you didn't hear of us and uh, probably you didn't check uh, Facebook, we have some uh, problems. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully we are going uh, now on uh, on schedule every second. Uh, you know, you know what? Second week. You know what, Daru? Because uh, it's been such a long time since we did anything. We could basically call this the first episode of the new season. Season four. Yeah, season four. I, I'm, how do you feel about that? I, I think that it's a good idea. You know, man, uh, Stranger uh, think uh, release season four, and uh, we, and uh, Shitty thinks gonna release season four as well. Yeah, well, uh, perfect. Then I guess, <laughs> man, I, you know, um, my my nephew has been up to my uh, my father's place a, a bunch. Yeah, and he just, I mean, he he loves Stranger Things. He won't shut the fuck up about it. He's like nine years old, and he talks about it all the fucking time. And I. I, I like watched the first season when it came out back in the day. I thought it was fine. I like it. I like it, uh, but the thing is uh, with all that uh, series, uh, all that uh, shows, man, is I I hate because they released the first season and after that you wait for a year or two to uh, the next season. So the, when they release the second season, you need to watch the first season again. And uh, I I saw the first three seasons of Stranger Things. And I saw they released the fourth season, and I was like, "Oh man, I need to start watching again from the first season." And that's uh, like <clears throat> ten, twelve episodes per season, like one hour long. Yeah. And uh, right now I don't have that time, but um, yeah, uh, I I like uh, Stranger Things. It's a it's a nice show, and also have some uh, metal related uh, stuff inside. For example, at um, Strange at uh, season three, there was a guy who have who was a metalhead with a poster of tank. Uh, and uh, what I hear on this season, they play some Metallica Master of Puppets and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't saw that. Here's the thing, which is so interesting with the most recent season. I haven't seen it. You know, I stopped watching in season two before because I thought it started sucking major ass. It, it didn't it didn't I, I liked season one and I was fine with that the season two uh, kind of ruined it for me but anyway it has become a thing now that I mean there's like this old Kate Bush song which has become a hit again because of this show because 
apparently in this season they use music in order to like return to reality or something or I, I don't know I, like I said I haven't watched it so my knowledge is but here's the thing though and, and this happened to me you know when um, when I you know met my nephew and he was like I overheard him you know sitting with his phone in the other room and he was listening to like Master of Puppets and I was like what the fuck what's mm -hmm. this and I'm like hey, hey uh, what, what are you doing you know and he's like oh this is uh, something from Stranger Things you know and I kind of like it and I'm like okay well and and apparently that's a thing now that a lot of people are getting like introduced to like metal through this you know show <laughs> which is it, crazy yeah yeah even uh, on uh, Heavy Metal Hangover uh, Jay he, he watched it uh, Chris is most like I don't care and uh, Jay also say nowadays uh, a lot of people start to listen Metallica thanks to Stranger Things and you know Master of Puppets and whatever so probably that's uh, the gateway for um, there to start listening this uh, song because uh, you know when uh, something is uh, popular on the radio or uh, TV it's somehow you go start okay what is that uh, Master of Puppets Ah, Metallica, I know them. Uh, they release a ballad like uh, nothing else, man. They're uh, hard rock. Oh, I'm gonna check the rest of the album, so who knows, man? Yeah. Sorry, I was it's like, uh, <coughs> typing. It's like a uh, double sword edge uh, because uh, it's, you know, radio can uh, rule a song, uh, ruin a song, or it can. Uh, make it uh, listen the whole uh, discography of the band uh, but uh, for me most of the time uh, it's like oh no I don't want to listen this anymore <laughs> yeah it can be yeah absolutely I agree to that so we'll see what will happen with this thing but uh, I mean I'm, I don't know it could be a good thing this or it could be like a bad thing I mean th that's always the thing I remember like when the Guitar Hero games came out for a lot of people that was like a lot of you know the guitar hero games were like an introduction to a lot of you know bands Rock and, metal, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and i must say that a lot of bands and shit I, I haven't really heard before i played guitar hero back in the day even though i was a metalhead when you know guitar hero came out there was still like a lot of a bunch of new things you know which i haven't heard before so um I mean, uh, but but then again, it was a game as well, and there was like a bunch of people who just played the game and they didn't like give up, give a flying fuck about the music. So I mean, it's like you say, it's sort of like a double-edged sword. I mean, it could be, can be good, but I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty bad as well. Yeah. Um, hey, let's uh, do a pick of the week, man, because we are already like uh, eleven minutes in the show, so. Uh, who gonna start? I think uh, you can start with your. Yeah, you sure, to. man. I guess it. Uh, I don't really want to do today's today's topic, really, because I not really prepared. But fuck it. Uh, it's my pick of the week. Sort of ties into today's topic anyway, and um, uh, the album I chose is actually from a sort of like a new favorite band of mine, uh, Crystal Eyes. Uh, from Sweden right. and the, it's their third album Vengeance Descending which I picked for this week and uh, Crystallize is a, they're a part of the 
you know that new wave of power metal that came in the late 90s so yeah. they were basically in and around the same time as Hammerfall and uh, all of those guys yeah I, I know them uh, as a name but uh, never hear them uh, because uh, for example obviously everyone knows Hammerfall because uh, they will prevail um also, yeah, they basically overshadowed I, every single band. But I mean, you know, the late 90s, there were like so many of these fucking new power metal, heavy metal. I, I, I would yeah, even say uh, it was like a like a revival of like traditional heavy metal in a new. How should I say it was like traditional heavy metal in a new sort of uh, casing, maybe new blood. New blood yeah, yeah. So, um, mm. but but yeah, they, they they're basically in the same. But I wouldn't say they don't really sound like Hammerfall at all. They're more similar to, I don't know. I think the best way to describe them, there's like a mixture of. You can definitely hear like, obviously the Halloween re- uh, influence, and uh, there's a little bit of Running Wild as well. But mostly it's like uh, so, so more uh, to the German uh, scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. It definitely. I mean, uh, you could you would think it was a German band if you know, but it is a Swedish band, so I guess it's close enough. But yeah. Uh, man, that uh, remind me. I I saw uh, some of the bands uh, last week. We gonna speak about that, uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know why I didn't listen more to power metal and whatever, but uh, that uh, gonna be a little bit late on the show. Yeah. My pick of. I don't know. Uh, are you done with your pick of the Nah, nah. It's uh, that's pretty much it. Vengeance Descending from Crystallize. That's been I've been playing it a lot this recent time. Actually, the entire month basically. So yeah, good album. Go ahead. Well, well, like you say, we're gonna add to our topic if we can say we have a topic because we're gonna speak about a bunch of shit uh, today. Yeah. Uh, again, it's uh, about the Swedish band nowadays. Back in the day, that was a German band. I speak about uh, Protector and their uh, new album that came out uh, 1st of July. Excessive Outburst of Depravity. Depravity or whatever. I, uh, you know, my English is a little bit uh, fucked up, so probably I butchered the name. Yeah. Sorry, Marty. The album is um, insanely good. Um, I mean... I like Protector. I've never been a huge fan of Protector. Uh, but uh, every th- uh, every here and there I play some Protector. And uh, when I... He- uh, Marty sent me a link to the... To their first album... Uh, to their first um, single that was uh, Pandemic Misery. Um, I was like, mm, that sounds good. I cannot wait to, to hear the final product. So... When they released the album, man, I, I'm not joking. I listened like two or three days on the whoop just this album. Yeah, apparently it's um, it has been received fairly well so far. I mean, uh, there's a <laughs> there's a review on um, Metal Archives that has a hundred percent. So <laughs> apparently, yeah, I, I told you it's insanely good, man. Yeah, I might just might just check it out actually because it sounds uh, sounds decent i've heard a bunch of other things I, as well so yeah, yeah and i also want to recommend you on there is a new video clip of uh steel preacher and oh really yeah and uh like 
all the audience probably already know I'm a huge fan of uh, Steel Preacher. Um, uh, what was the name of the video? I think uh, drink uh, drink the night up, something like this. Uh, I'm speaking with my ass right now. I'm just gonna check uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, it's a funny, again, it's a still preacher video, man, you cannot go wrong, uh, drinking the night away. Drinking the night away, video. oh great. Yeah, um, it's a still preacher video, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to how Ben for Larry, it's the same type of video. Uh, I love these guys, I need to... To schedule some interview because uh, I spoke uh, earlier earlier in the year with them. They're uh, keen for the interview, so I don't know exactly when uh, I'm gonna do the interview. But yeah, that's my pick of the week: Protector with um, what was again the name? Uh, excessive uh, outburst of the poverty. Check it out. Uh, definitely good uh, old school black trash. Yeah. So there we go, um, our picks of the week. Once again. Yeah, man. Um, what are we going to speak today, bro? Uh, well, I guess we're going to talk about Swedish metal, I think. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah. And speaking of Swedish metal, uh, I'm going to connect uh, with a little bit with our uh, other uh, topic that uh, we are not going to gonna speak so deeply but we're gonna mention it's uh Yafle metal yeah and but didn't um, you say that you were gonna do something other yeah some other thing uh, that? i told you uh, i told you before we start the recording after we done with our recording a uh, little bit late uh, today i'm uh, gonna record a crossover episode yeah. with uh with simon from uh, rock sofan yeah um because uh, we went uh, together at this festival and um y- you you remember how we done uh, the episode of uh, Master Rock you, you speak about the previous year but you wasn't uh, this year there and you was basically yeah that sounds good yeah yeah and so that, that, that's a funny thing about that previous episode we did i was just basically as mostly quiet for the for the entire time and you were like festival posting all the time so yeah i think it's yeah. i think it's way better if you put it like that you know do it like you you planned because you know otherwise i don't really i, I could only re- like react like oh really wow so <laughs> yeah and yeah and besides i, was, I don't, uh, I don't keep going on for too long today either so ah <laughs> uh, it's okay yeah. we can record for uh, four hours yeah, we have a time. <laughs> uh, but um, speaking of Yaflametto, uh, I saw for the second time um, one heavy metal band from uh, Sweden, or uh, power metal is better to say, battle uh, not battle beast. Um, my brain is uh, melted uh, from this fucking temperature. Um, I'm speaking about uh, Bloodbound. There. They're really good uh, power metal. I saw them once, I think, 2009. I'm not sure. Uh, there was a, a gig of Sabaton, uh, Hammerfall, and Bonbout in, Bulga- in Bulgaria. 
and uh, Woodbound uh, opened the opened the, this gig, and they're really really good uh, power metal band. But uh, like I said, man, I I'm, I like power metal some of the bands, but I've never been so deep into this uh, style. It's not like it's not uh, my wheelhouse, you know. Nah, well, uh, you know, I, I get it. But you know, it's sort of like me. You know, I'm I'm not too deep into extreme metal, but there are you know yeah. things that are good are good. You know, I'm I'm not really per personally. I'm not really too much of a you know. I don't really. I I mean, I think the only genre I really hate would probably be like new metal. I've never liked it, but due to uh, I don't know even uh, why they <coughs> put metal behind uh, new. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't know, but but um, the, the, my point is that I, I, usually I don't really um, uh, I don't really judge. I'm I'm not really, um, you know, I like I like music that's good. And uh, I mean, if, if it happens happens to be you know death metal or power metal, I don't care. If it's good, it's good. You know, that's really. Uh, new metal actually reminds me of Nescafe. I mean, you say it's uh, coffee, but it's not actually. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you could call it coffee, but it's not really. But yeah, I, I get the same your is point. with the new metal. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it, I didn't really mean to get into like a discussion about new metal, but uh, you know, um, but yeah, Blood Bowl well, we are like one of those. I wouldn't say classic bands. They were fairly late on the power metal train, but they are very. I mean, they they played a lot of festivals. I don't, I think. I mean, I haven't seen them at any festivals, but I've seen that they've been, like, you know, been at a lot of festivals, playing at a lot of festivals. So they they seem to be like one of those bands. I don't know, I'm, man. I I never saw their logo on the bill for like ages. Like I told you, the first and last time uh, when I uh, the first time when I saw them uh, before uh, Yefle was uh, in Bulgaria, and um, after that I never uh, saw probably once or twice for like ten years, twelve years. I saw their logo in uh, some bill, but uh, nothing more. And if you're into power metal, they're definitely one of the bands that you need to check. Um, yeah. Nescafe always shitty. Ah, there are there are good ones, but uh, I I'm actually drinking uh, a a variant, but it's not Nescafe. It's like uh, a different brand altogether. Because uh, yeah, yeah, but the the state of inflation right now, Daro, is fucking insane. Uh, the- <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. The, the thing is, you know, Everything could... I was going to buy some coffee, and uh, you know, I was looking at you know the the standard uh, coffee brewing machine uh, coffee, yeah. and I also looked at you know these uh, you know these quick uh, you know easy to prepare ones. It, yeah, instant coffee. The instant coffee, and they're roughly the same price. I mean, if you buy really good instant coffee it's just as much as like regular brewing coffee so i was like okay you know this instant coffee it i know this particular brand it's good uh, it's tasty and uh, 
you know it's way cheaper to get that than you know the regular stuff so i just you know i i just uh bought a i just bought a one jar of uh instant coffee because uh I, like I said, I was at Yaflemeto uh, and uh, I didn't want to bring, uh, you know, uh, filters and all that bullshit. And I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna take a uh, Nescafe and uh, just uh, boil the water on my uh, burner and that's it. So that's why I, uh, otherwise I, I didn't boil that type of coffee for like 10 years almost. Yeah, I mean, you get kind of spoiled with like, you know, re you know, with regular brewing coffee. But, you know, at those situations, as festivals and shit, you don't really. I mean, who brings a fucking uh, I guess there are people that brings a coffee maker, but I wouldn't. There, Coffee maker. Uh, I, I told you <laughs> just uh, brew a coffee and use a filter and whatever. But again, it's like uh, you are such uh, a hassle, such a hassle. Yeah, you woke up at uh, 8 a.m. Uh, thanks to a fucking sun because uh, you you cannot breathe in the tent because it's like 200 degrees and uh, during the morning uh, with a hangover, basically you don't want to to deal with uh, all that crap and just boil some fucking water or, or even with a cold water because, you know, there is uh, ice coffee and whatever that you can uh, do it with uh, this type of instant coffee. Yeah. Just put it on the water and don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are, we're going to speak a little bit of uh, Swedish mail. Yeah. And, uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mentioned uh, Blood Bond. The other band that... Uh, there was a lot of uh, Swedish band uh, this uh, year at uh, Jeffle. <coughs> the other death metal band that I saw for a second time ever was Unleashed. Oh damn! And That's yeah, actually actually great. one of my old favorites. As a matter of fact, one of the few death metal bands I really enjoy. Actually, yeah, they they done a really good show. Um, I I upload just now like a thousand picture of uh, my Facebook because I was uh, like. Uh, with a photo pass there and um yeah i don't know if you saw my my facebook basically nowadays is just uploading pictures like thousands of pictures i i came up with uh, fifteen thousand pictures at the end oh damn well yeah i i haven't checked facebook too you know um yeah. th th that's the um, that's the thing with uh um yeah, with uh, Facebook, I don't check it too often. Yeah. Check it. Uh, all right. Uh, so Unleashed definitely is one of the earliest Viking metal, probably after a uh, quarter. Obviously, I speak about battery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, at uh, least themat thematically, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because uh, I mean, Unleashed has always been like a death metal band, but the thing was. I think they changed. Uh, I mean, their first album, I think, is basically just death metal through and through. And then after that, they basically threw in this uh, Norse mythology thing into it, which, uh, which I, which I, I personally liked it more when they threw in that. But I have a yeah. soft spot for those kinds of things. Yeah, but uh, not always, because uh, I don't remember uh, on which album they they. 
think about uh, Sauron for uh, World of the Rings? We must join him. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, sure. But that kind of goes to together in a way. A lot of, you know, people who likes to sing about Norse mythology, they tend to sing about Tolkien as well for some reason. <laughs> not not only to not only Tolkien, but uh, fantasy yeah. as well. Uh, and you know, man, unless uh, they uh, always uh, been uh, called a Viking death metal, uh, same as uh, Mormar, but they're, uh, like you say, they started uh, as a normal death metal. Mm. But uh, the same is, uh, for example, with Throwing Quell. They're a pirate metal band, but they started as a normal heavy metal band. Yeah, basically like speed metal, anarchy stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Unleashed is a. I really, I really like them. I think they have a little bit of a <coughs> melodic tendency to them, which I enjoy. N not really. Yeah, it's not dominating, but it, there's ne it's definitely there somewhere. So they're uh, they're uh, like. S I I I just want to check because uh, I'm pretty sure they're from Stockholm. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, they are from Stockholm. Yeah, yeah. but they don't have ex this exact. Stockholm death metal sound like uh, for example Entombed or um, Dismembered they have a little bit more melodic shit like you said yeah but it's not like a Gothenburg scene for example no 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 they're, they're not really there but, uh, but but there's like yeah there's a melodic tendency and um, but it's not really it's not like the Gothenburg sound no definitely not but uh, because uh, also the gates uh, was there I tried a couple of times to listen to uh, the gates and never did it for me man never I never been a fan of the gates and never will be a problem I've um, I haven't I have one I, I don't know if I borrowed one album I think I borrowed one album uh, which I really enjoyed I can't for the life of me think about what the name was but the thing was when they started out they were pretty all over the place because uh, i mean there was like it was melodic extreme metal but i mean it was sort of like there were elements of black metal and death metal as well which was interesting yeah. I, I think the earlier stuff has um, is way better than the the thing is when people think talk about at the gates they always talk about like slaughter of the soul as like the pinnacle of you know <coughs> <coughs> i'm sorry still a little bit ah yeah sorry Damn. you need to you need to drink more uh, rum with tea tea with rum rum without tea <coughs> sorry i had to ah <coughs> uh, where was i slaughter of the soul yeah um a lot of people love that album and that album is basically the reason why we have like metalcore music pretty much which i mean i mean uh, i mean you can think of it as how how you will i mean but but that's the truth of it if it weren't for like at the gate slaughter of the soul there wouldn't like be the metalcore genre um i just want to see what here um I think the best thing that uh, at the gates uh, done was uh, around '96 when they disbanded band. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best thing. They, they pretty much disbanded all as well because they thought that it's only gonna get worse from here. So they 
<laughs> they quit playing. <clears throat> so that was the best thing for me. With the, and I'm just joking, but uh, next time probably if uh, I see it at the gates, I'm going to buy a new shirt of uh, this guy and uh, what was the name of the vocalist. Um, the fucking hell, man. Um... Uh, on Thomas, I'm gonna buy a new shirt uh, and a new cap because uh, every time is with the same, uh, you know, this uh, Timberwood uh, shirt and uh, cap. It's like it, he's look like a truck driver. I mean, pro oh, probably he's a really nice guy. I don't wanna bash him, but his stage quotes is like uh, a fucking grunge era. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, um, that was a thing. I mean, that that that's a style. I don't know, uh, but that's very common with like you know, crossover thrashers in a way, like looking like uh, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like municipal waste. They look like fucking skateboard truckers when they get up on stage, but you know. Yeah, the same the same way so with the uh, suicidal tendencies. Yeah, I know. But yeah, uh, Doctor Living, Doctor Living. Let's go back uh, to the Swedish. Yeah, Doctor Living, Living Dead. But they do the skull <laughs> masks things, so or at least they did. Yeah. But I don't know if they do anymore. I... Uh, uh, they always do. Mm. So they haven't had like a like a kiss thing where they go unmasked for. <laughs> <coughs> no, they don't. Are, are they still around? I haven't really heard anything about them. Are they still? The last time when I saw was like, uh, I think it was 2018, 19, uh, when they play at uh, Yafle at the small stage. Oh, let me see here. Yeah, they're they're still around. Haven't released anything since 2017, but they they're active at least. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, don't uh, don't forget that there was two two years without gigs and whatever. <coughs> yeah. I actually remember seeing Doctor Living Dead. Uh, th they were playing at like the that Slayer Unholy Alliance thing that they did back in 2008, I think. And they actually opened up for that entire thing, which which was interesting because they have only like released a couple of demos at that point. They haven't they hadn't like released a full length album, which is weird because you know usually an opening act will at least have you know something released but but they yeah. just they just had demos so i mean <clears throat> but but i guess there's like a rumor about you know the band members which they were and things and i, I don't know if it's true or not but i i heard like a rumor that it was like nicky anderson famous from entombed and other stuff who was who yeah, was in the helicopters, band. yeah helicopters as well uh, there was like a rumor that he was like you know, either the drummer or the vocalist or something. I, I don't know, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it was true. But I mean, it might have been because I mean, otherwise, how would a, like a small crossover band from that hasn't released anything be able to like open up for like one of the b biggest bands in Fresh ever? You know, it's it's a little yeah. bit weird, but uh, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, at one point they just explode, man. Everywhere, everywhere was uh, on the on the bill. Doctor Living Dead, Doctor Living Dead. Uh, there was like a, 
like almost like a municipal waste at one point. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, like like I mentioned, I, I saw them there back in two thousand and eight, and like ever since they've been, you've heard about them in like passing. So they seem to have, you know, they, they they've done they've done something, you know, <laughs> you know, they they really yeah. really gone somewhere. So it's, it's it's cool to see, and they are a good band, I think. When I saw them play live, I mean, it wasn't like an, you know, a, a new sort of uh, insecure band that was playing on the stage. They were like, I mean, if I if I didn't know they had, you know, released two demos, I would have supposed they were like a fucking four album. four album band touring. I don't know. But yeah. But that uh, rem uh, when you say that uh, that remind me about uh, one uh, band that I saw at Quapreas uh, Mangio and it was uh, Zion. This band uh, they played there was so tight. I was thinking um, probably this band is about two three years old at least, and they start to play like seven months ago. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, and, and again this is a band uh, of. So I call it uh, Kindergarten, that is uh, younger than uh, 18. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, man, uh, it's like you can put the same uh, at the same level with uh, Eternal Evil or uh, Autonomous. By the way, uh, Eternal Evil will release a new video as well. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Maybe we should play it, play it during the break, that song. Uh, I, I need to speak with uh, with the guys because uh, now they are uh, have a record. Ah, oh, fuck! Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, you can yeah. talk with them at least. I mean, it was just a you know spontaneous idea. Okay. Yeah, but uh, we can uh, play a tournament uh, in that case because a tournament uh, we sp spoke a lot of uh, <coughs> that band. Uh, same as Eternal Evil, one of the new um, kindergarten bands <laughs> that uh, together with Eternal Evil you can uh, basically see like the Bay Area back in the 80s. Fuck man, I mean... Uh, every time... Sorry, continue. E every time is like uh, full of their friends and uh, it's just pure uh, mayhem there. The the worst part, to be honest, is uh, because they're underage, they cannot drink. So basically, you see a bunch of uh, metalheads uh, with a Coca-Cola or a Sprite or whatever <laughs> bullshit, headbanging and making mayhem. But but it's funny because it's not beer or whiskey or uh, vodka or whatever uh, alcohol. It's just fucking Coca-Cola or uh, some other uh, pop. I am I'm pretty amazed that by the fact that they're allowed to play because uh, I remember when I, uh, I you know uh, it's kind of a different thing from place to place I guess but I remember when I was playing uh, in a band I, I was like 17 16 and the rest of the guys they were in and around 18 20 and we could like play bars and shit and th that was fine you know but yeah. uh, as long as I were with those guys because they were like basically if I were with some, like they were my guardians, exactly. But uh, I remember as well, when I lived in Javle for a couple of years, I was in a band as well. And I, I was 17 then, and most of the guys were 17. And it was only like yeah. the vocalist that was 18. And we were not allowed to play any bars whatsoever. Even though like, you know, one guy was 18, the rest of us were like, 
I mean, I guess yeah. I, I guess it depends from city to city, but you know, in in Gävle, apparently it was everyone had to be mm. 18. Apparently, I, I, I think it's from venue to venue. Yeah, it probably is. But then again, you know, venues in Gävle there are basically like four pubs or something. Or <laughs> I guess uh, right now I think there is none. Uh, metal pub there. No, they they basically don't have it anymore, but by this point they had a couple of bars that, you know, allowed uh, bands. Because beca- because uh, I remember uh, uh, in the early year of uh, Yeffle Metal, like 16, 17, they have uh, Dirty Jack or something like this in Yeffle. That was a metal bar, but now it's not existing anymore. It's existing, but it's not... Uh, Metal bar. The, the the thing is as well as they they're starting doing this in every city now is that they basically stop having bands at all, because I get it that you don't have like you know a dedicated metal bar. I get it. I mean every city can't have it. I mean it's impossible. But but the thing was Basically, I remember a- back in the day with I mean speaking about the Yavle scene scene it was uh, there were like free bars where you could like ask for gigs. And they were like open to all sorts of acts, you know. It doesn't matter if you play jazz mm-hmm. or metal or pop music. They, they they were open for any kind. But the thing was, uh, I mean, I mean th- that has Some... just disappeared now. There are like basically no stages to play anymore. So it was uh, something like uh, Geronimus at uh, Stockholm. They play everything. Yeah, pretty much. From Exciter to some Samba Salsa Yeah, exactly. Band. So, but I, I think it's best that way, really. But I can say all the places mm. I've played, when I played in Stockholm, they were basically just all around the places. I mean, I played uh, PSB, uh, PSB and that that was Sounds. And PSB, that was uh, one of the last uh, gig I remember yeah. when... Uh, uh, you switch uh, from uh, Alex to the other vocalist. Yeah, exactly. We, in the basement. We played there, and that that was basically like a you know a mixed venue. We played Copperfields. Yeah. That's a mixed venue as well. Uh, Copperfield wasn't so mixed. Uh, I mean, Copperfield is like uh, Fras Mangio. Uh, every s- Friday and Saturday was. M- metal or uh, doom related uh, you know it wasn't like uh, something else but during the normal day it was like a normal operation bar yeah uh, restaurant bar now they yeah but nowadays um, we try to put uh, every day like a playlist to play at uh, Jakob's bar so it's not just gonna be Friday Saturday it's gonna be the all, all the time like metal related or at least hard rock related yeah well that's cool i mean th- there's a demand for it so i mean i, I don't i don't yeah, know man. what these bars in the in the in the city was thinking when they shut it down but i think it was sort of like a like a noise complaint sort of a thing because you know these areas in which these bars are there are a lot of like high value mm. property Th- there actually is you know so yeah yeah, but o- but also they change. Uh, uh, I speak about uh, Copperfield because uh, Anchor was a shithole even before that. I mean, not in probably not in the nineties, but uh, nowadays it's a shithole. And um, 
I, I always <coughs> uh, been a Copperfield guy, but they changed uh, the, the owner, and then uh, it wasn't uh, metal friendly anymore. So yeah, that was basically the unfortunate truth about that. So yeah, but um, I think we've been going for long enough. Should we take a little break and? Uh, um, sure, man. Take, get back. Uh, we're gonna play some Atonement. I don't know which song we're gonna decide later, uh, but uh, it's gonna be Atonement. Some Swedish metal for uh, our uh, Swedish metal team, I guess. And we're gonna game after this. This is Jimmy from uh, Sepulchre Frost, and you're listening to Metal Brain Farts. Now go drink something.
So, we are Ian Vig. You're listening to Mel Brainfart. All right, and we're back again. And uh, that was some atonement that we listened to there. And yeah, <clears throat> yep. We're back to our topic at hand, talking about Swedish metal. And uh, Swedish metal, and uh, we're gonna see how it's going. Uh, let's let's uh, because. You're from Sweden, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not. Uh, which, which was uh, your first Swedish metal band that you hear? That is an excellent question, because um, the thing was when I got into metal music, you know, uh, strangely enough, I mean, most of the bands that I got into were British bands, actually. It was yep. the new wave of British heavy metal, so I basically listened to those guys. But I didn't really get into Swedish metal until... I mean, I mean, if you want to be technical here, one of the first that I've ever heard was actually Europe. Because my, my big brother was a huge fan of Europe. But, but some people may be like, ah, it's not really metal or it's hard rock or whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard rock, but, uh, you know, man, hard rock is uh, so tight with a metal. Cause yeah, and... Uh, for example, yeah. one of the first um, speed metal song, if you want, is uh, Stone Cold Crazy from uh, Queen. So Yeah. <laughs> or Burn from uh, Deep Purple. But I think I must say Europe is probably like the first Swedish metal band I've heard. Mm-hmm. That I, um, and of course, when I was um, when I was very young, Hammerfall were still, you know, uh, putting out hits, and they got music videos and shit. So I remember when I was very young, uh, they, I, I don't remember the name of the album. I think it was Crimson Thunder, I think, and it was the song mm-hmm. uh, "Hearts on Fire" was like one of the earliest songs that I've. Uh, that I heard and I really liked the music video I, I don't remember how old I was like 6 or 7 or something and this video has like a bunch of lightning and a bunch of skeletons and shit and I thought it was pretty scary and cool but you know I was I was yeah. so young I didn't really I didn't know that this was metal to me it was just it was just music that you know that they played on the uh, music channel basically so for, for yeah get you so I didn't really think too much about it so I would say I mean, either it's like Europe and or Hammerfall, basically. must have been like the first Swedish bands that I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm, I'm agree with you because uh, for me also was uh, probably the final countdown by Europe. Yeah. But um, since I started to listen to metal, or a real metal, not just hard yeah. rock, I, I can uh, definitely think for uh, Entombed, uh, with um, Eye for an Eye, this song uh, from uh, fuck uh, their album, uh, uh, Brain Fart. Uh, just a second, uh, it's from '99 uh, or 2000. Um, and we've done an episode about Entombed. Um, yeah, we have. Uh, Let uh, me help you from Morning Star. From Morning Star, that is uh, 2001 on the radio. I oh. hear um, Eye for an Eye, and uh, also I'm agree with uh, Hammerfall because um, 
you remember back in the days we have these uh, PC clubs that uh, you have like uh, 7TV computers and you play there like uh, StarCraft 1 or uh, Diablo 2, Quake 3 Arena and whatever old school games. Now now it's old school, yeah. but back in the day it was pretty new. I was a little too young for yeah. that, but my older brothers, they, they were into that. Yeah, and uh, I went to one of those clubs. Uh, it was definitely a small one because uh, I, I am uh, from a small town uh, nearby Sofia and uh, at that club um, there was uh, like the big guys uh, into a metal more than me back in the days and um, I saw uh, audio tape of uh, Hammerfall and I was like really interested hey what's that uh, that's a heavy metal from Sweden oh, that's uh, nice and I don't remember uh, if it was Renegade or something like this. So probably that's my three earlier uh, Swedish bands. Yeah, that I hear it. It's really amazing how um, you know the thing with Hammerfall is that it, it seems to be either it's like the first metal band that anyone ever heard, or it's like the first band that got them into like metal. For a lot of people, it's really it's really amazing in a way. Well, I definitely <laughs> listened to uh, metal before, but uh, I speak about Swedish metal. Yeah. It was, yeah, because uh, I I think it's from nice seventy. So um, uh, let's see a little fact check. Uh, is it not this one? So it's not uh, Glory to a Brave. Legacy of the King. No. Who was? Fuck. Maybe it was a uh, Renegade album, as you said. Could be. Yep. Renegade. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was right. It was in around I that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I remember also around that time um, came the Dark Ride from uh, Halloween. Oh yeah, that that is true. It came out in in and around the same time as well. I think '99, and uh, I really like uh, if I could fly. And uh, when I saw that, uh, and they basically say, hey, if you like, uh, if I could fly by uh, Halloween, definitely check this band. And yeah, it was uh, really good, man. And um, I always connected uh, Sweden with a uh, heavy metal and death metal definitely you know entombed uh, dismember uh, grave uh, hypocrisy obviously and um, I didn't think uh, Sweden have so much different uh, type of metal like you guys have all the type of metal you want yeah the, um, yes that is true um Yeah, I think that, I mean, there isn't like, if someone ever tried to chart out which metal subgenre has the most of it in one country, I don't know if, I think Sweden is pretty fairly balanced between all the different uh, genres, but... Um, I, Sweden and Finland, I think. Uh, Finland has the most band per capita, but I'm, I'm just talking about, I mean, if there, I, I mean, if there's there are more death metal bands than heavy metal bands or if there are more power metal bands than black metal bands Dude, I, don't I don't know 
I don't live in uh, Finland, so I don't know. No, I was, I was talking about Sweden. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah. But, but it's pretty mixed. But I would say w- when I read this book, um, the um, uh, so so fucking metal or uh, blood fire death. I mean, um, yeah. I, I at least remember when I read about. Uh, it didn't really have a dedicated fresh metal chapter because fresh metal. Like back in the day when fresh metal was big, I mean, there was like, there were only a handful of Swedish fresh metal bands, Be- because yeah, there were um, more uh, heavy and uh, death metal. But the reason was that you know things developed so quickly, and Sweden was sort of like trying to, you know, be uh, quick on the ball, so to speak. They wanted to, a lot of these musicians wanted to be like, you know, where shit was happening. And when the fresh com- came to Sweden, death metal was basically starting as well. So um, a lot of bands that were playing fresh metal just like like instantly, you know, got over to death metal instead because, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a new thing, and uh, basically it was uh, like, uh, let's do something new that is uh, more brutal and. And uh, heavier and uh, faster than these old guys with a spandex or uh, tight jeans. Yeah. So. Um, and um. By the way, I, uh, when I went uh, to Yefle Meadow, there was uh, one book I bought. It's a uh, hard rock from uh, Simon Wound. It's not uh, only for the Swedish metal, but. Uh, it's a nice uh, Swedish book. Oh, really? And um, uh, yeah, and definitely I can uh, recommend uh, if uh, you, dear listeners, are into extreme metal and like uh, Swedish death metal, check the book uh, Swedish death metal. Um, it's on English, so it's going to be easy for you not to try to learn Swedish. Yeah. Uh, he have a lot of uh, history about the Swedish scene back in the days uh, when they started. Yeah, yeah, th- that is um, you know, I've never had that book, and I don't know if I, I think I think it's out of print. No, you can. Uh, I bought it uh, this year uh, when I went to Yeflemeto Cruz uh, March, I think, oh. uh, and it's uh, signed by the author. Uh, I forgot uh, his name. Um, er- Eric, uh, let's see. Oh uh, yeah, I uh, I know of of whom you're talking about, but I don't remember his name either. But I mean, uh, okay, so th- they're still printing that book then. Yeah. Because I, I thought um, it was out of print, and if you know anything about books, then you know that out of print books they usually become very expensive over time. Yeah, Daniel Ekerot. Is the ah, name of the album. Yeah, 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 I remember. Um, I remember when that book came out. It was like a smash hit. Yeah, it man. Ca- uh, and I, uh, I wrote it uh, first. Uh, I didn't uh, finish it. To be honest, I wrote uh, almost half of the book, and I need to return it back to a library because obviously I take it from the library, and yeah. there wasn't uh, too much time for me. Because, you know, working, you don't have so much time after work and, um, yeah. But uh, definitely I can uh, recommend this one. 
Uh, it's a really good uh, book about uh, the Swedish death metal. Yeah. And um. So I I think uh, we we just uh, put the the concrete for another episode that uh, we must dedicate more to Swedish death me- uh, to Swedish metal at all because now we are uh, speaking like nonsense I and uh, I think uh, we can uh, revisit this topic more seriously. Oh yeah, definitely. Now now we're just you know um, yeah sort of like you know trying the temperature so to speak we're seeing whatever you know because sometimes you need to have a discussion about having a discussion i guess so yeah. that you better know because do it do like it doing like a retros- n- n- retrospective of about an era or something it's or about a particular scene that's you know takes a lot of effort yeah, and definitely I can uh, recommend one video from, I think it was from uh, Rootless Metal. He put a video about the Swedish scene from uh, basically 79 to around 90 or 95, something like this. <coughs> it was uh, about one hour video, Swedish uh, Metal, I think was the name. Yeah, and that is true. He He does a lot of good things on that subject but that that is because he's from sweden so i guess it helps in that regard but i mean speaking about yeah. that you know um there are so so many bands that could have been something you know during the sort of new wave of british heavy metal wave we, we sort of had a similar thing going zone on zero here. what zone zero zone for example yeah, you see, th- th- there's a band I haven't heard about, you know, because there are like a million bands, which, you know, maybe did like four demos and an EP and then they disappeared. Y- yeah, <laughs> uh, no, th- they they are uh, still around. They played uh, 2018 at Muscle Rock, uh, but they have just uh, one CD compilation from all that uh, early demos and uh, rehearsal and uh, some uh, live performance yeah. but uh, there is nothing official like uh, official release that's just compilation now yeah that is extremely common and um, there there is um, one one of these old heavy metal bands that i really enjoy is uh, the band neptune and they, oh yeah uh, they also play at muscle rock i think uh, we was together yeah time. i actually went to their show but only for like three songs because i only wanted to hear one song <laughs> Uh, that was uh, it was kind of kind of yeah. shitty though because I actually checked out their uh, they actually put out some newer stuff and re-recorded stuff they they released an EP this year called the Rebirth which uh, and also the other old school band uh, Universe oh yeah Universe yeah they're, they're really good as well yeah th- there are so many of these bands that are super good but a lot of them didn't even get to you know record something in a studio like a proper studio release they basically uh, universe universe have uh, yeah, yeah i think but but I, i'm speaking generally i mean it was like oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. G- getting to that level where you recorded a full-length album that i mean for some of these bands it didn't even happen so. um and one uh, of those bands which i'm gonna mention it's um is the Swedish band called Sacrifice. They only did a single. Okay. <laughs> One single, and uh, then they disappeared, basically. But uh, 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 and, 
and also the band of uh, those chick um, Mystic. <coughs> they released uh, first the only one album, and what's happened? I don't know. I need to speak with Julian. Uh, well, at least they released an album. I mean, yeah, some people only release and a demo. single, so I guess. Yeah, mm. they released uh, like uh, one demo with two songs and uh, album Mystic by Mystic, and. Um, Yeah, they are uh, old school band man uh, that I I always thought this is a Europe hit is uh, we're living together mindless sinner because in the beginning there sounds exactly like Europe yeah th th there probably was a reason behind that because remember back, back in those days I mean Europe was like the biggest fucking thing ever I think a lot of bands in Sweden yeah. actually tried to do what they did. And I have to and I have to address this before we go any further. I, th I mean, Europe actually they started out as a proper metal band. Their, their first album that they released is basically like melodic speed metal pretty much. I don't know, man. I cannot speak so much uh, about Europe. Uh, I'm not so familiar yeah. with that. But, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you that because there's like this yeah. misconception because everyone hears like, you know, the final countdown songs and thinks that. And uh, that, uh, what was Cherokee? Yeah, yeah, it's on the same album. But that's the that's the image that they have of Europe, and it's not really. It's not really true because when they started out, their their first two albums, they were like. You know, uh, melodic metal albums, but they were definitely like metal albums. So I, I but it is true that they, you know, <clears throat> when they did like Final Countdown, they basically became something akin to like a pop metal act or something. Or I don't, I don't really like using that term, but uh, uh, it's better to say AOR. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely prefer say AOR for that, but. I just wanted I just wanted to defend my honor of my uh, the, the honor of my Swedish uh, of my Swedish bands here so yeah yeah I mean I love I love the bands uh, that I hear uh, from Sweden it's amazing man and I'm uh, surprised how how little of the bands uh, have this recognition in other country for example with Bulgaria a lot of the bands you never uh, go and hear it if you if you're not going really deep into that uh, rabbit hole yeah well, definitely I mean uh, I mean there's a lot of um, uh, what should I say like mainstream appeal to the metal music in Sweden yeah but also uh, that is like uh, the top of the iceberg yeah yeah <laughs> exactly I mean uh, I mean, the, the, let, let us say the top of the iceberg in Swedish metal scene is very, very visible. Yeah, I mean, Sabaton, uh, Ghost, uh, Grave, uh, but uh, you are not going to hear it uh, so often. Uh, a band like um, Ice Age, that is old school uh, speed metal uh, from uh, 80s, uh, that is uh, just with a woman. You're not going to hear uh, bombs of headers uh, so often. You're not going to hear uh, uh, Starlight. You're not going to hear, I don't know, uh, 
a lot of the bands you are not going here if you are not uh, into this uh, type of music or if you don't want to go deep into that rabbit hole like i said earlier yeah yeah i mean i, I know what you're saying and th that is true but i mean i guess that can go for like metal overall i mean it, on a global um, level yeah, yeah. but it, sweden, sweden uh, is sort of like it's sort of like you know the entire world of metal compromised into one country in a way because there are so many different yeah. things of course i mean th there's no, everything isn't there there are lots of things that there aren't simply uh, there but but, but uh, let me uh, let me correct you one, uh, something every everything in like you said in the uh, metal genre that is uh, recognizable because for example in bulgaria we have a lot of uh, bands but you don't know any of them or you know just a very few because it's not so popular like for example in sweden if if you start ah hammerfall ah they're from sweden which one band is uh, nearby hammerfall from sweden ah bloodbound ah sabaton and you know mm. So it's a little bit uh, easier when you hear one or two bands that is from Sweden, and then you go and check. Uh, but uh, but once again, you need to be around this scene to to know all the goodies that uh, have. No, um, yeah, I, I guess you're right. I don't really have <laughs> too much of an opinion. Um. Let's uh, let's check uh, one uh, other topic uh, a little bit quick, as uh, you say you don't want to make a little bit long episode. Um, yeah, it's mo it's mostly for for the case of my throat because I'm feeling like it's starting to give out. So, <clears throat> what is your what is uh, your opinion of the biggest news right now? Pantera reunion. Yeah, well. Uh, um, it's sort of uh, it's not really that surprising i would say really because i mean um it, uh, you know it, it it's it's sort of it's sort of inevitable that this would happen sometime in the future you know yeah i'm agree with you but uh, i don't uh, know how the nobody knows uh, cuz Obviously, uh, the heavy metal hangover, the both of the guys are a uh, huge Pantera fan. They don't know what uh, going to happen. Ola England, uh, the YouTuber, and from The Haunted, he is a huge Pantera fan, and he is like, what the fuck, I don't know what's going to happen, how they going to perform, like a tribute band, like a reunion band, or whatever. Because, you know, a reunion with just two of the original members and then you have Zach Wilde obviously on the guitar and uh, Charlie Berante from uh, Anthrax on the drums is like what reunion the two of the main guys are dead. okay <laughs> here's the thing I mean uh, I mean there has been like Queen reunions over the years <clears throat> and like Led Zeppelin yeah. has played and and the, both of those bands have members that have basically died and you know been replaced yeah. so and that as and well. holy fuck, Finn Lissy is still around as a band. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw them uh, 2008, but 
When I say I saw Tin Lizzy, I I mean I saw like a tribute band of Tin Lizzy. I mean, yeah, but they have the name, they have the rights to that name. But I mean, it's so weird, you know, it's so damn weird. But the thing is, I think the thing problem, the problem people seem to have with this Pantera reunion is that they don't like Pantera first of all, and then there's this controversy with Phil Alselmo, which is like, I mean, it's been like I don't know how many years since that incident. 20 I mean I mean not not that incident but you know the, the, the oh, other incident the, uh, the, the white wine the white wine incident as it were and I uh, yeah. about five six yeah and I'm thinking you know whatever people do shitty things when they're drunk I mean come on yeah I'm I'm uh, I'm really happy about this because it's uh, gonna be like Pantera but once again it's not gonna be Pantera for me it's because I saw Phil Anselmo and the Illegals uh, doing Pantera set uh, 2019 at uh, Yefle it was amazing man I mean I really love Pantera and I also really love Glentera when they was uh, at glam period uh, the first four albums yeah and um and uh, i definitely lo- uh, love that uh, songs but uh, it's like if you want to do it uh, i hope you change a little bit the name like for example uh, with death do it like uh, they done uh, like uh, pantera's tribute or whatever yeah, well, I don't, I don't know, and honestly, I, I, I don't really have a horse in this race, so I'm like, I'm not gonna be super offended if they call themselves Pantera because I've seen this shit happen all the fucking time, you know, but but they, these things they always go up to it, it is on the level of you know who owns the brand, so to speak, you know, th- that's what it's yeah. all about, you know, it doesn't matter if it is the factual band doing something it's it's all about who owns the brand which is the the name Cause so, I, yeah because i think uh it was the abed brothers and that's probably why uh phil waited uh we need to pass and then uh ah, let's make a tribute to reunion or whatever you mm. want to call it because before that, uh, you remember, uh, I told you, even uh, there was uh, a tour of uh, Phil Anselmo and the Illegals uh, playing Pantera, Pantera set. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I remember back in the day, uh, when I saw first time Metallica 2008, he was uh, again with uh, Rex Brown with uh, for the down. So what what was the reason to not be like Phil Anselmo and Rex Brown are doing Pantera set? Yay, let's go. I mean, for me, it's like, I like it. I just hope to change a little bit the name, like, uh, not to be Pantera, something like Pantera After Death or whatever. Yeah. Like they done with the uh, death I, uh, I mentioned earlier. I mean, are there any signs that they won't do it or? I don't know, man. I don't know. At this, uh, at this uh, stage, everything is uh, speculation for me. 
but uh, I'm glad uh, at least okay I don't know about the drummer <coughs> but um, for me obvious uh, choice was uh, Zakuao to be on the guitar because uh, even back in the day when um, uh, Vinnie Paul was uh, alive uh, they start to speak about the Pantera reunion something like and uh, it was um, even then mentioned uh, Zach Wout going to be on the guitar I think was like five six years yeah, ago yeah that, that sounds a little bit familiar because I, I've heard about that like a, as a rumor but you know nothing more than that so yeah yeah well I don't know man um, yeah since you don't feel very well um, I think we can uh, wrap this episode yeah I think it's best I mean we, 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 we've created some content and we're I mean we promise you guys we are back again now there's like no problems all the things I need are in my apartment now so it's not a problem we're gonna see uh, <coughs> I just uh, wanna give a heads up because uh, in about a month I'm gonna be in Bulgaria so I'm hoping we can uh, re pre-record some uh, episode that we can uh, release yeah uh, once again uh, sorry about uh, this couple of weeks that we was in dark and um, I'm I don't want to say anything uh, 100% but uh, I'm gonna try to release uh, extra bonus episode this week or next week about uh, Yefla Metal Festival that uh, I'm gonna record uh, eventually today with uh, Simon from uh, Rock Sofam. Hell yeah that sounds good alright do you have some ending words? Uh, no not really um I'm just uh, I'm just thinking about uh, mixing this episode down. That's all I have in my mind right now. So right. yeah. Well, till then, uh, don't forget to like us, subscribe, uh, listen, share everything that you want to do. You can donate uh, some uh, money on the Patreon so Brooke can uh, get some uh, pills for his throat next time to be there uh, you can uh, see our uh, links at the tree link in our uh, Facebook that is www.facebook.com slash podcast. it's gonna pop up and also check my uh, show at uh, Vacans Metal Radio it's called Metal Hell Sunday uh, check uh, Simon uh, rocks often if you listen to if you are from Sweden or uh, you understand Swedish he make an interview with uh, uh, small bands and I think oh, don't forget to go on Freya's Mangel uh, website and uh, check if you like some of the band come we can drink some beers together until next time stay tuned or be doomed Ha 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 